0: films you can stream on the internet today we are (laughs) we are reviewing quite a movie we are going to be reviewing hellraiser 3 hell on earth a movie that i watched way too many times back at slumber parties another thing that worked me as a young 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 rachel probably too soon (laughs) and it was weird watching it again this time i was like this one was a little sexier and more problematic than i remember but okay (laughs) oh yes and joining me is my favorite co-host the one and only mars aka a stone statue that will eat all of your delicious bread products and sandwiches (laughs) damn straight i listened to the episode that you did with hurley when i was gone and i'm just we should just call it the ode to bread it's amazing it really it like 75 percent was just about bread To be honest, I'm ready for like a bread-only spinoff. I would listen to you and Hurley talk about bread all day, every day. (laughs) Like put a little cheese on it, and now we're talking. (laughs) And speaking of things that go together like bread and cheese, joining us back, back, back again on this adventure, trial, punishment, uh, you decide to go through all the Hell Raider series. It is Larry and justin of the here's johnny podcast
1: why hello
2: Hello.
0: hi all right how are you feeling how do you feel about bread are you pro bread are you anti-bread bread, bread you is like... the reason
1: why i can't go keto
2: uh bread is the yeah. reason nice i continue life. to live because
0: i don't know it's like my
2: <laughs> lifeblood that's like what i eat all the time
0: bread is life
1: bread yeah. is the greatest thing
0: what is your favorite sandwich
1: we actually answered that question over on our patreon you did Yes. yeah so justin we answered that question we wondered if anybody even listened to the post content and now and we know you were one of the people who which, we thought might so now we know it's not it? you
0: which, which episode was it because i do uh, listen to the fireside chat two ago
1: two
2: or three what was the
0: what was the thing it might but have been something dead i hadn't space seen
1: three yeah dead space three.
0: Oh yeah i haven't gotten to that one i'm yeah. busted you got me you got me <laughs> but we did answer
1: that it was actually a fun conversation yeah. Well, let's uh, have but... it
0: again. What okay. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: my, Mine's very
2: simple. Uh, I like a breakfast sandwich. Breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. So.
1: Oh.
3: And you... Mine was a meatball
1: sub with banana oh. peppers.
0: Ooh, that's a good answer. What about you, Marzi? What is, what is your fave sandwich?
3: Oh, I mean, I love a good Cubano. That's the answer. Yep. That is the correct answer. Yep. But. The, the king of sandwiches
0: re- is the Cubano.
3: But do you it also is. remember that? Oh, was it.
0: Oh, God. The that, blackened salmon sandwich. The
3: blackened salmon sandwich.
0: <gasps> I don't like to think about it because they took it away from <laughs> it us. it makes me so sad.
1: <laughs> where did you get it from?
0: There was this brunch place in Niles, which is this little – I'm sure I've talked about Niles before. It's this little town that's near us that was the original Hollywood. Like, it's all Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin's house is there. Ooh, and he shot all of okay. his movies there. It's a really cool little town. We used to have our – we called them lady days where we would go for brunch there and be fancy and then, like, I don't know. But there was this blackened salmon sandwich. It was legendary.
3: It was only there for two of our lady yes. de- lady days. And it, the first time I got it and freaked out. So the second time Rachel and I both got it and then it disappeared forever.
0: So that restaurant is actually closed now. And I don't think it's a coincidence that, <laughs> that I followed after getting rid of that sandwich because it no longer had a reason to live.
3: Yeah. I mean, it does feel like
0: one thing led to another. Right. They also ah. had really great like pitchers of fruity, juicy, alcoholic beverages yeah. that we would buy by the pitcher. I remember getting some like passion fruit soju joint that was amazing.
3: Yeah, and then we'd go to antique stores afterwards and just be like too excited.
0: <laughs> yes, you would be you would be drawn to everything that sparkled, and I would be like, I need seventeen more hats. <laughs> yeah we were those are good days those were good <laughs> days we should definitely do brunch when i come up and see you next month yes <laughs> before i get on a plane we need to brunch yes i'm hungry can you tell do- <laughs> i haven't eaten dinner yet
1: <laughs> i tried so, so, the flaming hot dorito wings at b-dubs this week
0: oh and how was that journey Fucking on a scale
1: awful.
0: oh it was oh, no. okay well, the so thing is like
1: if- the-, the spiciness was fine but like Dorito cheese flavor on a wing, Uh it's it's as bad as you would imagine. It
0: It sounds like it would be delicious. It sounds like two delicious garbage foods have come together.
1: No, not cheese wings.
0: But like yeah. All right, if you were in a Hellraiser, a wing based Hellraiser situation, what would be your hell? Would it be the Doritos one? Or would it be the truffle sauce?
1: The truffle sauce was the worst thing I've ever had at Buffalo Wild Wings and it's not even close. Okay. The, buff- okay. the, the truffle sauce was such a mistake on so many different levels. I, I, I cannot begin to describe how absolutely terrible that was.
0: Just like on a philosophical level.
1: Yeah, and like I, I had never had truffle before. And like Now like, I have no interest in even trying it because that was just disgusting.
0: I feel like probably that was not truffle. Probably. <laughs>
1: truffle,
0: I feel like truff- B-dubs truff- is not going to be able to get the bulk truffle order yeah. <laughs> they would need in order to...
1: Yeah, the, the truffalo experience was what I... I have no interest in ever going again and I wouldn't even recommend anybody experience it mm. to suffer as I did.
0: Would you recommend that people who are curious try the Dorito wing?
1: If you like Doritos and like the idea of a cheesy flavored buffalo wing, maybe it was just not what I like. Like I like I like savory. I just can't cheese...
0: imagine a scenario where cheese wouldn't improve something.
3: Mm. Breakfast cereal. Yeah. I
0: Perfect. mean, depends on the cheese. <laughs> Dorito cheese. We're really
1: talking about Dorito cheese. Right. So imagine Dorito cheese on your blackened salmon sandwich. I
0: mean, I'd try it. I'd try it. (laughs)
1: One of the. So I think I talked about this before. There was a place at my college called um, Bagel and Deli. Mm -hmm. It was on man versus food, but their whole shtick was that you came in there and they had like hundreds of different combinations of different sandwiches on different kinds of bagels. And one was called a crunch and bunch, which was basically like ham cheese and Doritos on like a bagel. Holy
0: shit. That this makes ass. me want to smoke marijuana. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and it was,
1: it is, it's like the crap, the crowd favorite. I didn't like it. Cause I'm not a big Dorito guy. Unless it's cool ranch. Oh, um,
0: controversial.
1: But Devin loved it. Mine was always the afterburner, which goes back to like what my favorite sandwich was. It's like a meatball sub with a lot of uh, pepper Jack cheese and peppers and then uh it also came with a cigarette (laughs) wow
3: (laughs) (laughs) tell me you're not in california without telling (laughs) (laughs) me
0: sorry marty you've been trying to talk
3: what were you saying oh no i just i had i since we're on sandwiches the lover brought me back a sandwich that he made at work today because he slow roasted a pork shoulder and he made the sauce And oh my god it was so good hell yeah
0: (sighs) If you like slow roast anything, I'm going to eat it.
3: Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. so, so cool. Snails. Snails. I'll try
0: it. I'm going to a French restaurant tomorrow that has snails. Are you going to try them? I've never them?
1: had it and I'm not brave enough to try it. I've had them.
0: They were not they were just they were, the butter part was good and then it's just like kind of
3: chewy. Uh. Yeah. Texturally so why, it's a bummer. Then? Why do we eat them? I mean why do
0: people eat blood sausage? Why do I mean I don't know. I don't know, people like a challenge <laughs> they also have frog legs which i will not be participating in yeah
1: i did have frog legs one time it they don't taste bad it's just hard to get over the fact that eating
0: i heard they taste frog. like fishy chicken which is my like worst chicken. kind of chicken it
1: does taste like fishy chicken that's a really good way to describe it It <gasps> <That>
0: sounds disgusting <sighs> fish is supposed to taste like fish and chicken is supposed to taste like chicken and no to like that is a natural pairing yeah it
1: it's something
3: you remember uh, when Maggie ate the alligator and she was like, yes. I think it's an amphibian of some sort. I'm tasting a little bit of land in there. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought
0: of. <laughs> she, and she was right. She was right. <laughs> yeah. What is the grossest thing you eat in Canada, Justin? What is the gross food up there? Uh, is it some more like weird fermented fish or something? Canadian bacon. Cool. Oh, uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Justin, I
1: sell some at the store, and it was just the, the ham circles that we Do you know about. this is his trigger
0: word? Oh, oh we yeah, we talked about, okay. Talked about okay. it. Okay. Okay. It's like,
2: Funny. danger, danger. Um The gross thing we eat in Canada. I mean, yeah. I don't think so, because I don't eat the
1: gross... Hey, How you fucking watch you. your <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Uh, My first I know poutine I experience is going to be what Justin makes for us up at the cabin.
2: Good. Don't okay. you dare try to have some earlier.
1: Because I I've already decided I'm going to wait to have true Canadian poutine from a true Canadian. Okay, yeah, good. you can't have I, any, I am... any
0: fries with like a sauce because that's like the over the shirt of a poutine and you need to lose it with Justin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. No. <laughs> Just the... And try the poutine. <laughs> <whatever it is. laughs> I don't think if there's any gross food, like,
0: there has to be some weird thing that you. But just, see, you know, that's the thing is it like, comes from the culture of it being very cold in the winter, and you're like, you know what? Yeah, we'll me, still I'm on this. my
2: computer. Let me Google.
1: So me I Google. kind of thing that my family always did, and I always hated that They made these things called creples. Have any, you guys ever heard of that? Is that I think that, that no. might just be like a my family or an Ohio thing.
0: Well, yeah. Um, What's your Ohio thing? That's what I want to know.
1: So basically, you get all of like the extra meats from animals that no oh, one wants like the hearts no. and the liver. this is like
3: that. a scrapple situation yeah, yeah it's
1: exactly what it is yeah the, and they, they, they bun it all down and they make it in the patties
0: ew
3: i've tried that didn't care for it yeah oh, right. too... i made
0: you eat scrapple didn't i yeah you did sorry yeah. <laughs>
3: it's, it's way
1: too salty and it's way too mushy so it's like mm. it's just really unpleasant one time my dad did boil a cow tongue and like presented it as the cow tongue Oh, and that is no. like still embedded in my head is just how fucking terrible that was.
0: My dad loves all that stuff. He loves tongue, he loves gizzards, he used to fry up chicken hearts for Chris, for breakfast. I'm like, dad, it is not the Great Depression. <laughs> dad, anymore. Get disgusting. yourself some nice regular <laughs> um, meat. <laughs> have you guys
2: had a Nanaimo bar before? What?
3: I've heard oh, of them, but I've never had a one.
2: A Nanaimo bar? It's uh, graham cracker crumb, coconut, walnut, vanilla custard, good, and chocolate. Good.
0: Good, 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 oh, good. That's okay, amazing. we're
2: amazing. Uh, I thought you were sp- oh, you <laughs> want... something gross. That's yeah, all amazing. I, 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 I'm looking at a list of like the most quote unquote Canadian foods, and okay. I came across that. Oh, man, I'm just uh, tortier, I think is gross, but a lot of people like it. Is that turtle Tortière is like a spiced, savory meat pie from Quebec.
1: But meat pie, whenever I hear meat pie, I immediately just go to sweetheart. So here's God. the thing. I just think of, like,
0: gray meat in the middle because it hasn't had any char on it. Yes. So,
1: yeah, it's...
2: The thing is, if you don't have it a lot, it's okay. But when you're Canadian and your mother is from Quebec, you eat it a lot. And Mm. it gets to a point where every time you eat it, you want to immediately vomit. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, no, I I don't like... uh, I guess that. It's just meat pie. It's just, like, gross meat pie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. We don't. I,
0: I'm delighted by it's much like... of your culture. I think torteir is a no for me. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> the thing. Is
2: like, I think. I'm old enough now, I don't fucking eat it. So I've just kind of like blanked it for my You're mind. You're like, I'm a disgusting. grown up.
0: I knew I was a grown up when I no longer had to eat meat pie. <laughs> yeah, like... Voting, renting cars, whatever. Meat pie out of my life. I'm a grown up. <laughs> <laughs> Raising whole humans. Nope. Meat pie. No, no. But all right. Let's Sorry. get into this. Let's get into this. Rachel, we have gone why up the rails as food usual. With us? I don't why know. It it's food? why we're fatties. Like <laughs> I've solved the mystery. <laughs> it was on the back of the food that we brought. <laughs> They're called calories. <laughs> okay, anyway. Once again, we are stealing the format of Here's Johnny, which means we're going to start by what we have been watching, reading, playing, et cetera, whatever you want to kind of talk about that you've been up to lately. Starting, I haven't heard your voice in a little while, Marzi, because you apparently are not a disgusting <laughs> gobbler of food. <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> what have you been watching, reading, whatever? So actually, I... Just hung out with Hurley last weekend. Uh, I love her so much. Yeah, she so, so good just... to hear her voice
0: again. I miss I her know. so much.
3: Oh, we had so much fun doing last episode and then, I could uh, tell. H- hanging out. It was so funny. She just moved, and we're driving again? out there. Yeah, well, she's been in her place since before COVID, and then she moved to a new place just a couple of weeks ago. But we're driving out there and the lover's driving so that I can drink with Hurley and I don't have to, you know, think about driving back to Gresham. And I'm looking at the area and I'm like, this looks so weirdly familiar. And she moved maybe nine blocks from where I used to live before I moved to California. Oh, whoa, weird. Yeah, it was super weird. So I was like, we were just walking to the different places, you know, the bars and the restaurants and stuff that we stopped at. And I was like, oh my God, that's where I used to deposit my paychecks. And oh my God, this is the (laughs) grocery store where I used to buy sandwiches. And it was super crazy. But it sounds like I haven't seen her in so long. So it turned into Christmas gift exchange. Oh my God. That's where we're at. (laughs) Amazing. And so I haven't started them yet. But I never buy horror novels myself because Mm -hmm. Hurley, I don't know how she does it. She's got the gift. She's got the gift. So I just wait for some sort of gift-giving occasion because she always gets me horror books. And so she got me two. I haven't started either of them yet, but I'm really excited about them. But she got me The Children of Red Peak by Craig Deluey. Heard of it? No?
0: Mm -mm, But I'm interested.
3: The one I'm really excited about because she was telling me about it when she finished it is called Come Closer by Sarah Gran. Ooh. Yeah, it's super like short. Name, oh, wait. I'll be but... right
1: back. I, I also have something. I, I totally forgot about this, Mars. One second.
3: Okay.
0: <laughs> the suspense and is building. Uh, okay. Shall we talk about food till he gets back? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I totally forgot, Mars, that you are also a horror reader, but also a book person, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've already talked about how I got uh, The Only Good Indians by Stephen Graham Jones. Mm-hmm. Devin and I went to Barnes & Noble because we went and picked out a bookshelf and decided that the best thing to do was to pick out new books for the bookshelf. Obviously. So we got Wonderland by Zoe Stage. Have you guys heard of that? No. Mm-mm. So that's kind of like a, almost a Blair Witchy one.
3: Ooh. Oh. Nice.
1: We got one called The Twisted Ones by T. Kingfisher.
3: No, Ooh. I haven't heard of that one either. Mm-mm. So this
1: is one like where this girl is helping her grandma empty out after her grandfather died and he and she finds his journal
0: Ooh,
1: yeah i got a vampire one of course it's called necroscope by brian lumley
0: yeah this one has been recommended to me oh you've heard of this one I, yeah this one there's like so many of those books and they are so beloved and there's finally some adaptation of, of the first one coming
1: Interesting. i did not know that i just saw vampires and i'm a sucker for it
0: yeah yeah and yeah. then
1: the other one I got, this is one Devin got mainly, but I'm excited to read it too. It's called Plain Bad Heroines by Emily Danforth.
0: Dude. Yeah. Everybody is reading this right now. Okay. Yes. So
1: you've heard of it. I, yes. I thought it's on my was, to
0: read list. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I thought if there was one that you would like, uh, Rachel, it was going to be that one. Like if you had yes. heard of it, but it's like, a... this
0: is my next book, but you jumped the line with the evolution. Yeah.
1: But it's like super queer and mm-hmm. it, it, it sounds really interesting. It's like a, yeah, so, yep. but yeah, but yep. like, I totally forgot, I didn't, tell, I didn't even tell Justin or Rachel about it, but yeah, I got some books.
3: Oh, uh, new books, sorry, I haven't gotten new books in a while, I'm very excited, <sighs> but this come closer Hurley was telling me about, it's about, it's a first person telling of being possessed, the evolution Ooh. of realizing something's off, and then like, oh, I'm so excited, so oh, I haven't started shit. it yet.
0: I gotta add this to my wish list,
3: <laughs> that but sounds you said, amazing. You said the evolutions on your list?
1: Mm-hmm. I forced oh. it on her. I finished. I love it. that book. It was amazing.
3: Oh, it's so good
1: I liked World War Z, but I don't think it hit as well for me as it did for a lot of other people. Like, it's one of Devin's favorite books ever. Um, I mean,
3: I like it, but I like The Evolution me too. more.
1: Yeah, exactly. Me By too. A lot. <laughs> and like, like literally, like I couldn't put it down.
3: Oh, I know. Oh my god. I think it's the only horror book I've ever read that I actually had nightmares afterwards. Yeah. I yeah.
1: I think I posted in Discord or I texted somebody. Like, I literally had to stop reading one night because I was, like, uncomfortable. Yeah. Ooh, oh, that's so exciting. Because I was reading down the couch uh, cause, like, so that we could sleep. And, like, I had the lights on down there and I had the back door open. And, like, we live in an apartment complex, but even that was, like, too much.
4: Ooh. Ugh.
1: It was... It, it, oh, that was good. It, it definitely... I it don't sticks know. sticks with you. There was just... There was just something very, very cool about the way that narrative goes.
3: Yeah. And yeah, I, big I, fan.
1: And I, and I was telling Rachel that all the... For me, the cool parts of all the characters go on journeys. Like, they all have arcs. Every single one. Yeah. Which is really unique, I think, for a lot of books. Because usually you just have your side piece characters. But, like everybody was doing something in this one.
3: And I think, uh, much like... Oh, crap, Rachel. What's that movie with the dark roulette?
0: The dark... Oh, um...
3: The meteor. Yeah,
0: I know exactly what you're talking about. A meteor? Well,
3: there's, there's... a movie... And I cannot remember for the I'm, life of me.
0: I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm doing like my six degrees of Kevin Bacon to get there. Coherence.
3: Coherence. It takes place in the Bay Area, and Rachel was saying she's met every one of those characters because they're really? so perfectly stereotypically. I mean, I like have met like the, the equivalent
0: of that. Well, no, like no, no, no. I, and...
1: I know what you mean. Well, that's a good sign because that's how you know like they're writing. Really yeah. Really yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. But I, but I yeah. felt that way about all the characters in The Evolution. Me too. I was like, oh my god, me too. I've met every one of these people before. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm it excited. was. It was yeah. really, really cool. And I, I was telling Rachel I didn't know that uh, Max Brooks is a professor at West Point. <laughs> oh,
3: I didn't know that either. Yeah,
1: he works. He's he's a associate professor in their um, department of war. Like a, he helps with like strategy.
3: Oh, whoa!
1: Yeah, incredible stuff. <laughs> he was not there when I was there. I can tell you that.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> but anyway, that's. Uh, it's not exactly like what I'm. Currently up to, but it's what I'm about to be up to. Mm-hmm. Well, I... I'm
0: definitely going to want updates about those. I have tagged all of them, so and they are all available at my library. So yes. I will be joining you on these journeys, Rachel.
1: Yes. You could start your own library.
0: I could start my <laughs> dude. I'm trying to move.
1: Yes, and I, I, <laughs> I don't want to pack that shit. With books.
0: Yes, and you know what sucks? Packing books because books go beautifully in a box, and then you try to lift them, and you're like. I've made a terrible mistake.
3: <laughs> Plus, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do in the bunker when we all retreat into the woods to live our car I'm going
0: alive? to count on you guys to recount the stories in detail to me. <laughs> like you're,
3: Ring of Fire. You're style. going to be
0: my <laughs> audiobook. <laughs> w-
3: was it Ring of Fire when they're performing Star Wars in the beginning because they don't have books?
0: Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will I'm looking forward to narration. <laughs> oh how about you justin what have you been watching listening to playing uh,
2: so i started watching letter kenny
0: you did i thought you were anti-letter kenny
2: so i was anti trailer park boys
0: yes i knew and it that
2: came off crazy at like first glance it kind of came across like it would be the same yeah. style of show like same it's similar stupid like I don't know. I really don't like
0: Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, um, I, People are getting feisty in the audience right now. <laughs> I know. Sorry. I, hey, listen, no, I don't care. It's fine. I, I, I'm
2: Canadian. I'm allowed to dislike that show. Right.
0: And... Yeah. Don't tell him about his culture. Yeah. As far as I'm um,
1: concerned, Trailer Park Boys is Canadian culture. But... <laughs> uh,
2: is
0: it the Canadian bacon of Canadian culture?
1: <laughs> oh, oh, no. God, dude, it's, just, it's the worst. Um, Trailer anyways, Park is, uh, is Rush, and Tim Hortons
0: yes oh
2: well, yeah i pretty much right there <laughs> <laughs> um, but letter kenny is fantastic it is hilarious i think we watched three seasons in like a week
0: oh my gosh
2: oh yeah um and it
0: uh it gets a lot of that stuff right <laughs> are there more hours in a day in canada i'm trying to figure out how you consume so much media I understand you're further up on the curvature of the earth. Like, are there more hours up there? Yes. Also, it's, it's, it's called being a workaholic, I think. Uh,
4: <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, but no, anyways. Uh, so I've been watching letter Kenny and they get a lot of stuff, right. It's actually only filmed and takes place, uh, less than two hours away from me. So a lot of that stuff hits home. They talk about, uh, where my wife is from all the time. Where is that? Uh, Peterborough, Ontario. Huh. I don't know. It's like, it's like, it's super like, country. Um,
4: <laughs> <laughs> the
2: other thing I did was I got to play the new Evil Dead game, which comes out a week from today when this comes out publicly.
0: <laughs> Perfectly, perfect, perfect. Yeah.
2: But yeah, so I don't know. It was a lot of fun. It's definitely a love letter to the series, uh, which is nice. And Chaboy Justin got the scoop. Uh-huh. Some stuff they haven't been asked before, or at that time as of yet. It is canonical. Oh. It takes place uh, at the sa- in the same timeline as the new movie that's coming out this year.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
2: Yes. And they are adding Mia and Evil Mia from-
0: Hell yeah. So we're saying huh. that that Evil Dead is also canonical?
2: They- that's what that means. <gasps> yeah so what i'm surprised nobody asked them that
0: holy shit
2: and then by the time this comes out as well i'll have a interview with joe deluca who does like the music for the Chuck tv series the evil dead series and he's doing the stuff for the game too so that's
0: so amazing congrats yeah. buddy thank you and uh yeah.
2: one thing that we hadn't talked about yet is uh Rachel and I have recorded something super secret and super special. <gasps> I we, know I'm it's so been excited. recorded, it has been recorded. We just mm-hmm. need to go through it.
0: Yes, yeah,
2: I'm very excited for that. Yeah, that, I figure that probably won't even see the light of day until like the end of May, probably.
0: Probably not because we have yeah. a lot of legwork still we to got do a on lot it, of leg work. and but, we want to make it. Per, yes. like it, we want the treat hard part it... is
2: done the hard part is done well not even the hard part but like
0: like the most joyful part now the work begins yes. <laughs> yeah that's, that's a better way to put it what yeah. you mean is the fun part is done <laughs>
2: yeah <sighs> yeah
0: but that's like okay we can say that this is the first time that you and I have done this sort of thing together
2: yes i think it went um, really well i do too and uh I'm... i think
0: it turned out well i think our system worked really well yes I think our chemistry, like the way that we work together is really good. It was good. I'm was excited really for people good. to yeah. hear
2: this. It's, it's definitely a project of love, so mm-hmm. it's going to kind of take its, you know, it takes however long it takes to come out, yep. but it's going to be good. Yep. It's going to be good when Amazing. it
0: comes out. Yes, yeah. <laughs> people, y'all don't even know it's gonna be <laughs> yeah. like. I
2: feel kind of shitty talking about like, hey, by the way, <laughs> secret, secret, secret. But yeah, we're we gonna
0: build the hype, though. You know, I know we don't want to also... just drop this thing and have people not know what it. You know, the diamond that's coming. I know, we want to build it's be... the anticipation. Yeah, the lure, the right. mythology must must come first. <laughs> So then they're super disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we won't be, so whatever. No, exactly. Exactly. How about you, Leryl? What have you been watching?
1: Not a whole lot. Like I've kind of mentioned, like, it has been really busy at work and with school and everything. But honestly, besides that, I have been experiencing another V.C. Andrews book.
4: (laughs) Experiencing. And I
1: have two hours left. And I think I had the bathtub scene, Rachel.
0: (laughs) You were able to resist going into the chat and just be like, all of you, we're done. I was
1: driving, <laughs> um, and then I was sitting in line waiting for the oil change before I found out about the squirrel damage. So, like, I had no internet. I was just sitting in my truck in the drive-thru for Valvoline, just listening with shock and horror.
0: <laughs> was it the butthole inspection? Is that what got you?
1: It was just everything. It was
3: New band name. <laughs> and, I, and i am just
1: honestly terrified because I have, a, I have a bad fear that one of the only nice people is about to like pull a vc andrews and i i mean
0: it's a vc andrews book they're all gonna do the vc andrews know, thing and
1: my God, are you who the, are you
0: worried about cow oh right yeah and it's just it is it's a lot <laughs> listen to
1: listen to these audiobooks for vc andrews it is an emotional journey like, I, I, i couldn't do it today like I, yeah, I, I could not do it when I was in the hood for five hours. like i just I just could not do it. What
0: does it say that it is where I find the greatest amount of serotonin? <laughs> like <laughs> I can't I cannot stop. I cannot stop. Real life disappoints. <laughs> is there any part of you, Mars and Justin, that as we talk about this, you're like, maybe, maybe I should just to find out. I mean
2: I heard oh, something 100%. about a hundred percent. Yeah, I heard something about a butthole inspection. I was like, Oh <laughs> man,
3: a hundred percent. I'm like, I want to know. I know, you that should I might regret it. I would
1: recommend going on my journey. Like start with flowers in the attic and think there's no way the shit can get crazier than this, and then go to my sweet odrina, have that same reaction, and then get to this one, and it's just like, Okay, well, all What's, bets are off now.
3: Wait, what are you reading right now? Heaven. Heaven. Okay. Book one in the, the first Castiel. of the Castile series.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm just so glad that a handful of years ago, a stranger emailed me on the internet to come on and have an intellectual discussion about the Suspiria remake. Flash forward, and I'm like, watch this creepy shit and listen to this creepy shit that I read when I was a child to turn me into a pervert.
3: I di- I have yes I have painted for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I don't believe the quality of the reactions to this, but I still a hundred percent. I'm like I want to know what dark Honestly, world this is.
0: I think you should do it, Mars. I would yeah. love I would love nothing more in life than to hear your reaction to a BC Andrews novel.
3: All right, I'm I'm doing it. Do yes. truly
0: really, really is something okay cool so what have i been watching um yes rachel I, what have like, you
1: been getting into
0: yes i have not been watching much because like you i mostly watch things for either work or the podcast yeah. but i did i ha, i did get to check out the entire first season of severance did have you guys watched this? oh no, I someone at I've work it. i am intrigued it. by it
1: holy
0: yeah holy shit y'all
3: priority watching
1: no apple plus has spurred me
3: Yeah, all the shows that are getting recommended to me are are on services that I don't have. Yeah. I mean, here's
0: the (sighs) thing is, this is something that Ariel and I were talking about yesterday, is that in this era of having to pay for all these streaming services, I'm rapidly discovering that apple plus is probably the one that i want that and hbo, HBO. I, I was think... gonna
1: say hbo is
0: yeah hbo that one shutter i think i think my time with netflix is coming to an end but this is a time I, you where know, you gotta... hulu i could probably do without i think their programming so it is it is like the prestige tv of prestige tv it might be worth throwing money at because that that is severance is incredible there are things in it that I have never seen before. There is an unexpected love story that is so sweet. It is total corporate dystopia.
1: So what you're saying is it's, it's been Stiller's best since Meet the Parents?
0: It's been Stiller's best.
1: I'll meet the Parents is?
0: No, this is better. I mean, it's <laughs> different. It's very different. But it's a much more mature thing okay. for sure. It's annoying to me though that it keeps getting called Ben Stiller's Project because he directed half the episodes and a woman directed the other half, but you only see his name on the marketing. I
1: thought he I, I guess I from what I understood, like from the marketing I guess, was that he was the person behind the project.
0: Yeah, he is probably the executive producer in the show. Yeah. I don't know, not showrunner, but like uh but he didn't like write it and he direct half of it. Uh, but it's just okay. whatever. But whatever, <laughs> we all know how I roll, but um, <laughs> so it's incredible, definitely highly recommend that, especially in these dystopian times that we live in. The other thing I've been watching is Moon Knight, which is really really enjoyable. It's it's it disconnected enough from the Marvel universe that you don't have to be totally up to date with it. I don't know if it's gonna lead in to the next phase of marvel universe or not but it's very much its own thing currently and a handful of the episodes are directed by justin benson and aaron moorhead who directed resolution and the endless mars do you remember oh
3: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: yes and their episodes are great like super weird and trippy
3: oh nice because those are good movies too yes. Like,
0: oh. yes and i'm like i'm like yes Ooh, higher profile for them give all them all the monies they have a new movie coming out this year called uh, something in the dirt that i'm sure we'll be covering Ooh, yeah. yeah and it stars them again so i'll get to look at justin <laughs> benson i can't wait <laughs> so yeah that's what i've been watching in addition to uh having seen the pokemon the first movie that's right For the first time ever, because that was my fourth inning, and I enjoyed it very much.
2: (laughs) It is such a good movie. Thank you, Justin. It's
0: very sweet. She didn't cry. All
1: right. Broken
2: inside.
0: I I guess I'm surprised. I always cry. I don't know why. I'm such an easy mark. I don't know why I didn't cry. I was like,
1: brother, my brother didn't just trigger everything inside of you to come. God,
2: Larry, you can't talk about it. I'm gonna start crying right (laughs) now. Oh my God,
0: what is wrong with me? me, I thought the saddest part was Pikachu running away from all of the balls and running out of energy while he's running up the stairs. I was like, oh, this is sad. I guess I'm broken. Oh well. (laughs) What are you gonna do? I don't know. Apparently, I can't. <laughs> oh, and one thing
1: three, I should mention Rachel did force upon me The Terminator, which I watched for the first time. Yes! And it was uh, awesome. It was full
0: stop yes! awesome. Yes! You've seen it, right, Justin? The Terminator?
2: Sorry, what movie? The Terminator? No. Yeah really we talked about it i'm just fucking with you
0: (laughs) really this is hurting my heart but actually it doesn't because it just means i get to force it on someone else
2: no i i love the terminator so i i think like i think terminator 2 is like peak action movie Mm -hmm. but terminator 1 is like peak sci-fi horror yeah it it, it definitely has
1: so many horror elements that i was like not really prepared to see
4: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: And I am going to with another uh next month's four sitting. Rachel has pressed upon me total yes. recall, which I have not yes. seen either.
2: I have not seen Total Recall either, Justin. Oh. All
0: right, well, here the 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 challenge has been laid before you: Total Recall or GTFO. Okay. Oh, Total
3: Recall is good. All right, guys, bye. No, I'm just
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Has any so has everybody here seen the first season of Cursed Films?
0: yeah
3: no no
1: i am waiting for it to finish before i watch the second season justin okay so basically they just like talk about problems that movies had while they're like being the yeah. fucking stuff? Twilight zone where you literally see
2: someone
0: yeah. die. oh my god yeah, literally they like showed
2: the footage of the last
0: oh, they should have no. prepared us for see. it because i was not yeah ready. i don't want to
2: see that i
1: don't want to devin that. is so this... mad at me for that because like i didn't know it but she was pissed oh did she I. Was sitting there and We. i didn't need to see someone die if,
0: if that yeah i don't i don't i don't want to watch faces of death i'm i like fake people dying that's that's yeah my jam. same
2: same so season two came out yeah uh yeah. or is like slowly it's coming out. Out, yeah. i have a big issue with one of the episodes already which one larry oh, I... I hope you don't care i am going to talk about it right which now movie? quickly rosemary's baby
1: okay i'm going to oh. mute it and you can just let me know when you're done i am playing okay, on okay.
2: watching it okay wait did he mute himself wait <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Larry, (laughs) that's not how that works. You hear
0: with your ears and talk (laughs) with your mouth. (laughs) So,
2: they talk about like productions and like how they're always like people die in the set and all this other like, or like a movie is cursed, so like messed up stuff happens to people while they're filming. Mm -hmm. So, they do an episode of Rosemary's Baby. Mm -hmm. Literally, they only talk about the movie in like the first five minutes. They talk about the Manson murders. It's interesting. It's, you know, it's cool. But they didn't.
0: Did they not talk about Roman Polanski?
2: No, they didn't. Which is like, seems like what? a really big, like.
3: What? Oversight.
2: Yeah. So when we were watching it and all these people are like, oh yeah, Roman Polanski. And I'm like, mm, well, let's not forget he, he raped somebody. <laughs>
0: i think it's relevant
2: yeah i don't know it was like really weird because then they stopped talking about the movie and then they just talked about like all the manson stuff which again is you know interesting and i i would love to watch an episode knowing that that's what i was going into but to say like oh yeah we're gonna dive deep into rosemary's baby and how it was cursed all along and then talk about the movie for five minutes not even mention what Roman Plansky did? Oh my god! <laughs> and then just like,
0: <gasps> get talk ready for Laurel to fucking be pissed when he watches it. Yeah,
2: I don't know. Anyways, that's I just I needed to vent a minute for that, so I'm gonna tell Larry he yeah. can come back in. Oh, actually, I have a favor. Yes. Can one of you tell him he can come back in?
0: Yeah. All right. Hold on. Yeah. Um. Come back, you. Laryl, we miss you. Come back.
2: Where is he? I have returned. Where is he? You're back? Yes. You're
0: back. We
1: just go right into the Hellraiser. Oh yeah. Oh, this brother my brother. How sweet (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait, this doesn't remind me of Pin a pinhead was no promoted. I was just like
2: trying to like waste a minute or two there while it was like loading on and then I remembered I wanted to talk about something too so
0: oh okay
1: it it for me but but no I am excited I actually didn't know they had a Rosemary's Baby episode so I'm actually pretty pumped for that because we reviewed that mm. with my sweet mm. Audrey
0: we'll revisit this after you watch
1: as soon as you watch the Rosemary's Baby episode I want you to message me
0: I think it's funny that you think he's not gonna immediately turn to the internet yeah. <laughs> and comment
2: even if it is fucking three o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday for whatever reason i want you to message me
1: whenever anything with gets brought up i'm always just terrified of like the apologists and i'm just hoping that that doesn't happen
2: i don't want to ruin it for you but i give that episode a thumbs down sad face (laughs) really (laughs) yes i'm not gonna ruin it for you i'm not gonna say what they do but i can tell you now that if they pull the same thing with this episode, I'm just not going to watch the rest of this. Okay, episode.
1: so you know me well enough. Is it going to be something that's going to piss me off too? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, yes.
0: I was just saying, maybe just listen to our episode on <laughs> it again.
1: Yeah, because when I when I went into it, I, I pulled no punches. Like. Yeah. It, yeah. Is it about Polanski? No, they
2: barely mention him at all. They don't even... They say, like, hey, he directed this, and like, hey, here's how he was involved, but they don't say anything about anything. Why? Including the movie.
0: (laughs) Uh, All right, so... Yeah. (laughs) Not exactly a resounding recommendation.
2: (laughs) Wait, but you didn't read my name. No.
0: Was it an allegory for Vore or Sex?
2: Was it an allegory for Vore or Sex? The big, giant statue... (laughs)
0: Oh, <laughs> like who's Vor?
2: Vor? You don't know about Vor?
0: Is this another <sighs> Mighty Morphin Power Rangers thing?
2: No, Vor. Uh. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's an Amber Alert, though, guy.
3: Yeah, it scares the shit out of me every time it happens.
2: Uh, wait. R- Rachel, oh, wait,
3: okay. Rachel, um,
0: Google I, I do. Just I, I have away- to tell you, Vor is. Yes, apparently. Uh,
2: vore is a type of erotic desire or sexual fantasy to be consumed or to consume an- to consume another. Sounds made up. What? It's like related to eating. Yeah.
0: How do I not know this?
2: I. I how do you think I feel? I had to explain it to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so is it the people that are like sexual cannibals how, are are into vor? Yes,
2: or like people dream of eating people but like not like eating them but like swallowing them whole
3: is it the word root for like voracious oh
1: so they're really into that uh nightmare on elm street movie then where uh freddy does that
0: oh wait we, we've, we've we've seen that yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember i think it was on a more deadly there was like a cannibal episode and so i did a Extended episode on cannibalism and it that ooh, that shit gets real grim real fast. I was like, this will be a fun like topic. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Cannibalism no, 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 got no. dark. You're kidding me. <laughs> I, I mean, I assumed it would have some degree of darkness. I thought it would be dim. No, 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 no. You cannot unsee the things that you will see.
1: Everyone wants to try human meat, Rachel everyone wants to play the most dangerous game
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so oh, if Larry. it helps
2: vor yes. is usually kind of sidelined with inflation fetishists Ew.
0: what the fuck is that
3: yeah, i don't, I don't you, know if i know that isn't either isn't that the thing where you, someone watches someone is, else eat and drink so much that they like inflate yeah that Basically, yeah.
2: you watch so them like on uh, Willy Wonka okay.
1: violet with the blueberries. Yes,
2: uh, actually, that is like a key scene for a lot of people. Jesus, up with like... every day we
1: stray further from God's
2: grace. <laughs> I
0: swear to God, like... oh my god, God's grace, a phrase that has never been said. <laughs> Hundreds of episodes, I have literally the first time that phrase has been said on one of our podcasts. <laughs> okay, so I mean, I know people who are eaters, or I have a friend that does that at like, like the mukbang terms... stuff. I mean, yeah, kind. Well, it's not really about quantity of food so much as messiness of food. They get paid to eat, and it's all about like lots of mayo stuff like that. Oh no! It
2: this is just like some reading up on it, and it's like,
0: (laughs) what is is this episode? (laughs) This is a very (laughs) academic episode.
2: It's it's they strongly contest themselves like very separate from sexual cannibalism. Okay. I would try um, to too because they're like normally swallowed whole and it doesn't have to always be human. Yeah, Wait,
0: like animals and stuff
2: or like high fantasy dragons and okay, snakes. Okay,
0: I'm back in. I'm back yeah, in. If we're uh, if they're like fantasizing about like, swallowing dogs and cats, I'm out, but if they're swallowing like dragons, how about it? unicorns um, or whatever. For it.
2: after consumption, <laughs> yeah. the enlarged or belly swallowed. of the consumer is often described with great care. I can just read I mean, this whole thing if you want.
0: I, what I want is an example. I want to hear somebody describe the belly with great care.
2: I mean, do you want me to? I can add it to my soundboard right now if
1: you want. I'll find one. Do it.
0: Okay. Do it, coward. <laughs> this is a weird episode.
1: <laughs> I was telling Justin, like, I didn't know how long it was going to be because like, I don't have like a lot of really strong opinions on this. But I, I should not have doubted where, where things could go
0: oh yeah we found a way to but this fill the is time. the vc andrews podcast tonight
2: <laughs> oh it's a lot of it like yeah pregnancy you read it to us. stuff too like okay eating babies no like the big like it's all inflation. it's just about
0: having like a round full belly
2: no well that's part of it but the main oh, okay. part is sorry, like sorry
0: sorry
1: I, I, guys I'm down a weird YouTube hole I don't know <laughs> I'm if I sure can I have no fucking doubt that you are in a weird spot right now
0: <laughs> Your algorithm is fucked. I hope your
1: VPN is on Okay
2: I'm going to if you don't want to know what it is it's animated um, I'm so going don't worry in. but that is I
1: clicked I shouldn't have I did it oh, I but did too watch it. Lizard, woman, oh, oh. four. If you don't like it, turn back I mean... now. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christ.
3: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wait, so the
1: woman is being eaten by the lizard? Well, I mean, that's like...
3: Oh, no,
0: no, the, no, no. The so the struggle with... is part of it?
2: I No, I don't think the struggle is generally
1: part of it. See, I thought it would be the person eating the lizard. Yeah. So people watch this and get off. Let's look at the comments here.
0: This is a very lengthy linger on the butt crack. Imagine having you oh, no. get eaten
1: in that position. That would be so uncomfortable.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, wow. Larry, why are you not describing
1: this? Oh, there's the tongue. The tongue is out.
0: Okay. Wait, she's still alive inside the stomach? Yes. What the fuck? That's part of the thing? Is alive yes. inside the stomach?
2: Yes. I need oh, to go to church. wow. That finale. <laughs>
0: I don't want to honestly like this is such a, like a high fantasy kink. Nobody's doing this. No, no I'm not. You,
2: I don't think you. And can. no one is being
0: harmed yes. in this kink, so like Absolutely. I am totally okay. Yeah,
2: don't yuck anybody's
1: yuck. I am a puritan, exactly. so I, I have no problem giving giving my thoughts, but I also agree. But but Jesus Christ!
0: I mean, it's more. I'm just kind of astounded by the complexity and variety in human sexuality. This had never even occurred to me, and I thought I was fairly knowledgeable about kink. Just, you know, I have friends that are really kinky. People talk about it. I was a sex writer for years.
1: Like literatica?
0: No, like sex advice Right. Oh, okay. Like I would write sex pieces. I feel like I know
3: things, but there's always something new.
2: (laughs) I just, I'm not gonna lie, I just thought everybody knew a bit more.
3: No! Yeah, this is the first I'm hearing of this. Nope,
1: you right, you I'm, opened I'm, all of our eyes to a new experience tonight, Justin.
0: All right, I am sending a message to my kinkiest friend to tell them I just learned about Vore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, and, and inflation. And inflation. Inflate, and inflation fetish. I'm surprised you hadn't heard of it that one. That one's kind of more. Don't say mainstream because it's just not. It's more vanilla <laughs> than Vore. Uh, Who's ready to talk yeah, to you?
0: <laughs> Sorry, I just, had to, I just had to send a message. I said, I just learned about war and inflation. Kink is legion. <laughs> like, <laughs> we'll see what she says. I would says. really like to know what they say. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> the message has been sent. Okay. All right. Speaking of kink, let's get into, I would say, the kinkiest of the top tier Horror franchises. I think that's a safe thing to say, yeah, right? I think so. Yes. I mean, obviously, there is apparently vor in uh some in Nightmare on Elm Street, but this one, yeah, it, Freddy eats is some born... dude, doesn't he? Am I, am I thinking the right thing? Isn't there a scene it's, that happened? I don't think it's a dude, isn't it? Patricia Arquette. Yeah. That he eats. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now that I know vor is a thing, that's what's happening. <laughs> um, <laughs> But this one was born specifically out of queer kink community. Yeah. I think it's safe to say this is the kinkiest one, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So let's get into oh <laughs> so far I've heard hee hee hee. <laughs> so yeah so we are now on to hellraiser 3 hell on earth now justin you have the background and production notes on this tell me about this movie
2: first i'd like to say that uh, i introduced everybody here to for today so you know i feel kind of special <laughs> about that uh, so hellraiser 3 is an american horror film uh third installment in the hellraiser series uh it was directed by anthony hickox and it's st- the stars our main man doug bradley uh, who's the lead character in the last movie again?
3: Kirsty.
2: Uh Kirsty, yeah. Kirsty, Kirsty. She is only in this as a cameo kind of flashbacky thing, which always took me back. I, I I really thought they were originally gonna go with like the whole she's kind of your Sydney Prescott's, if you will. Anyways, that's my own thoughts. Um <laughs> sorry, uh New New World Pictures and Film Futures, a production company owned by Clive Barker. Uh, held meetings about a third Hellraiser film before Hellbound was released, which was the second one. Barker had originally intended for the Hellraiser sequels to focus on Claire Higgins' character, Julia, but Higgins declined to reprise her role in the third film, and her character was killed off in later drafts of Hellbound. Uh, Other ideas included a story set in ancient Egypt, uh, a follow-up to Hellbound, in which Pinhead attempted to resurrect himself in a building that functioned as a lament configuration aspects of the latter two would make its way into the final script Um, during these talks 20th century fox demanded extensive cuts to barker's latest film nightbreed which (laughs) is a lost episode
0: (laughs) it will be found someday i promise i promise
2: whatever i mean it was fun we played phasmophobia (laughs) following a misleading marketing campaign from fox that promoted it as a slasher film nightbreed underperformed at the box office and caused film futures to go out of business with new world's own bankruptcy troubles. Hellraiser three went into development hell. Uh, eventually uh, new, new world executives established transatlantic pictures and the rights were transferred to them. And then following disagreements with transatlantic uh, Barker had no official involvement in the project until much later during post-production. He said that the studio balked at his fee and they wanted a cheap and nasty film Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i'm just gonna kind of keep it short and sweet here but the effects crew for hellraiser 3 included coordinator paul jones supervisor steve painter uh for hellraiser 3 keen had a had used a two-piece prosthetic where small plates in the makeup stood up to the pins uh, it took only three hours to apply the makeup, around two hours less than it normally took to apply hmm. the 6 to 7 piece pinhead makeup in the past two films. A uh, motor with an off centered camera was also built into the right hand side of JP's makeup, where it moved around the head and pushed like the piston to the left hand side. And then the actors for both quote unquote Barbie and CD head wore prosthetic masks for their role with a dummy replication for both characters for shots showing when they use their weapons this film also included like 12 centibytes yeah that's it that's yeah i'm i'm so tired that's it <laughs> I'm
0: sorry justin no, don't be, don't be i sorry. feel guilty about making you do this
2: oh why don't I, just, I don't okay whatever
0: okay all right well then i don't feel bad i take it back i'm yeah, glad no, i did this you, justin. to you, Good. So- <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> Okay, cool. So you had the background. That means, Larry, you get the 60-second synopsis. I do, I do. Are are you ready? Because I'm gonna put I'm gonna put um got the stopwatch going.
1: You give me a three, two, one, and I'll go.
0: Three, two, one. Let's jam.
1: Alright, so Hell on Earth decides to say fuck everything that happened before. We're just gonna make this about pinhead <laughs> and talk about hell and stuff, which is okay. So we start off, this pillar of souls thing exists. This douchebag named JP Monroe owns it. Uh, This guy tries to steal from Monroe, gets sent to the hospital, chains rip him apart, and this really beautiful reporter sees it all happen. And she gets sucked into this entire (laughs) crazy world. She meets Terry, and her and Terry kind of go on this little cat-and-mouse adventure. And basically, my girl Joey fucks up, sends all these people to this carrie s massacre at a discotheque. Pinhead is able to turn into a bunch of new Cenobites to come chasing after her. But Pinhead's other side, Captain Elliot, decides to try to help Joey. He recombines with his id. They uh, unite. Joey stabs him with the box, which has turned into a dagger. She buries it in the cement. And then years later, a new building is built. And on the inside of the building is all the pictures of the puzzle box.
0: 57 seconds and 8.8. Wow. Woo! Nice. You fucking killed that dude. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know how you got so much uh, engaging plot. And I'm so impressed. <laughs> all right hold on let me go back to my notes mm-hmm. got fully distracted by our side conversation oh yeah Recount the, the, the
1: whole Vor thing has just totally thrown me for a loop so if anybody else is <laughs> you... yeah
0: i forgot why we were here
1: yeah it, it's
0: I all i want to talk about is that now
1: i just have
2: so this many like questions like when i learned about Lunar, so many questions. you know what i mean wait yeah. how long ago did you learn about Naners?
0: oh several years ago okay it was when i saw the poughkeepsie tapes I learned Oh learn wow,
1: that's I haven't thought about that movie for oh, a Oh, I thought
2: time. you said nooners.
0: Oh, I mean I mean I don't know what I knew about those. <laughs> <No. laughs> like wait, a, wait, lunars,
1: wait. lunars. What is a lunar? I thought we were talking about nooners and I was like, I know that one.
0: Lunars are it's a balloon fetish. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> I have heard about that. Okay, I've heard about that. <laughs> Pops, yeah. poppers and non poppers.
2: Have you seen the um the what is it? Like the I forget what the show was called. It was like the weirdest fetishes or something like that. And it was a guy who just he loved his poppers
1: balloon. and non poppers. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> like people who
1: are. I mean, I, I, I can I can logic through it, but why?
3: Oh, Larry, I feel bad for you tonight.
2: Lunar yes. poor.
3: This is the van- night our friendship Larry. ended. He's just gonna lie awake tonight, staring at the dark ceiling, like, "What is this reality?
0: Why?" Do you see, you've seen the Poughkeepsie tapes, right? Yeah. You know, there's that whole extended scene where the girl's on the balloon and she's trying to make it pop and she starts getting scared because it's not popping. That's because he's a lunar and she he wanted her to get it to pop.
2: So he could ejaculate.
1: I didn't
0: realize that. (laughs) Thank
1: you for.
2: Well, I just had to make it clear.
1: (laughs) So Let's talk about the pillar of souls.
2: I was gonna say, I want to talk ejaculation. Okay, like
0: (laughs) it's called ejing. Thank you. Have some class. (laughs) All right. So, Pillar of Souls. Let's get into our actual (laughs) review. Larry, you're the only one I can trust at this point. (laughs) What did you think of the plot of this movie?
1: (laughs) I liked it. But it is a different kind of movie than what the first two were. The first two were very, uh-huh. like, interesting. There was, like, subtext. Hinhead wasn't the focus. Neither were the Cenobites. It was, like, everything else around them in the uh-huh. story bu- building off of that. And I feel like this movie very obviously just kind of took the – I don't want to sound like a dick. But like, the, the lesser elements of the first movies, like the gore and the violence and the hooks – And the sex, and basically said, well, we're just going to focus on that. I do like the character of Joey. I thought that she was interesting. Like, I thought making her a reporter gave her, like, a reason to want to dive in to the lament configuration and not, like, without having to have, like, a deviancy, you know? Mm -hmm. I thought that was really, like, a really smart way to do that
0: and to kind of keep her separate from it. (laughs) What? You're like, got to X out the DV and c. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very Larry compliment. That's all. <laughs> you're not wrong. I just, just made me laugh. <laughs> um,
1: I guess, like, the hardest part for me is when we reviewed the other movies, we knew that what Clive Barker wanted was for What's-Her-Face to be our, the lead villain. Julia. Julia. Yeah, Julia. And to be the Love lead Julia. villain of the franchise. And I just think that that would be so much more interesting I think, like, there would be so much more to do with that. A lot more interesting stories to tell. Mm -hmm. I liked the plot. It was nowhere near the other two, which I thought were really kind of unique and brilliant. This definitely felt more, like, made for TV as opposed to what Clive Barker was trying to, like, really push with his vision. So I, I didn't hate it. I would watch this again. It's just, it is a left turn from kind of the journey we've been going on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Marzi? What would you think of the plot of this movie? Uh
4: <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right, Larry no. or Justin, <laughs> what is <did> you <laughs> So I mean okay, so as being one of the four of us who has never seen any of these movies before, and so this is my right. first time watching any of them. Same here. And Mm -hmm. I legitimately like the first one. I I legitimately like that movie for what it is. I know that the popular opinion in this room is that the first two are good (laughs) and then it goes downhill from here, except for I didn't like the second one. That's right.
1: You gave it like a 60 and everybody else was, well, Justin gave it a 63. So you and Justin crapped on it. Me and Rachel liked it.
3: Yeah, I didn't care for the second one, so going into the third one wasn't like, well, we watched the two good ones, and now it's just gonna get weird from here. I already was kind of like, nah, mm-hmm. like, I I already was not expecting much, but it does. It's it's very different in in the way it feels and in tone than from the first two. And this feels the third one. I feel like is more of your standard horror movie at, of the mm-hmm. time, like mm-hmm. the standard crank it out horror movie. Someone so, pick up mm-hmm. from
1: the VHS store.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Or the, you know, it does, it's, I I feel like it's a very standard third movie in a series, you know, where the creativity of the plot has disappeared and we're taking just the shock value elements that worked in the first two. And that's a hundred percent what this movie is, you know? So it didn't let me down in any way because it is exactly Mm -hmm. what I was kind of expecting it to be. So, I mean, I don't know. It's definitely not the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, but (laughs) I spent, I'd probably say I I spent a good, like, 40% of my time going, wait, what? Because it just was like, how did we get here? You know? And then it just made it even more obvious when certain things happen, like when Joey's getting surrounded by the new batch of Cenobites and she just kind of stops in the construction zone and lets then waits for them to circle her and then she's like you know and it's one of those those moments where you're thinking like why didn't she just keep running but because the whole movie is why it just made it even more like oh my god why kind of thing the whole movie and maybe i'm being way too negative about it but i was just sort of like yeah it was it was pretty much i think what rachel and justin had been preparing me for (laughs) mentally and emotionally (laughs) we didn't build it up for you no no you definitely uh you definitely described it correctly I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. How about you, Justin? What did you think of the plot? So of this
2: film? I'm kind of of two minds here because fair. In a weird way, like the authenticity to the like the first two is not there anymore. Like has been oh, mentioned no. multiple times. Ew. Well, it just it feels like a completely different movie with some of the well, not even the same characters. Uh, a similar character in Pinhead. But also like <laughs> the sexual deviant in me was like okay with it <laughs> like
0: <laughs> yeah be,
2: because i i feel like i am very sex positive <laughs> and mm-hmm. a, a lot of the themes that you it was throwing, it all
1: about for <laughs> yeah exactly no <laughs> <Well,
2: laughs> no and i i just think that like all the themes that were kind of taught like it was definitely more like, kink heavier which mm-hmm. was like okay cool like yeah all right here i'm cool I, i'm here for it but i don't know it was just like also at the same time really cheesy mm-hmm. and there is that scene that sums it up perfectly for me where pinhead tries to pull a freddy when he's like in the church and like pins oh, his yeah. hands and like yeah. puts them up and like tilts his head like he's on the cross good point good mm-hmm. point i feel like it's trying to be too many things while kind of losing sight of what it originally was yeah overall i didn't hate it i just kind of very like middling to positive about it because I, I don't think it was bad. I think it's kind of a cool idea because they do continue the story of kind of like, okay, now Pinhead's trapped in this thing and he's kind of been separated his like ethereal self from his like demonic self and he's trying to put himself back together while his demonic self is just kind of trying to kind of like raise all kind of hell and his id break loose. His what? His id.
1: What's an id?
0: So it's this kink that. Um, <laughs>
1: no, it's like a it's a psychology term. It's like the ego, super ego, and the mm-hmm. id. It's like you're just a base compulsion.
2: Oh, I'm mm-hmm. not a psychologist. So, so his demonic self, <laughs> his his super horny self, is trying to get out of this box. I mean, listen. So now that I have talked about Vore, do you understand when like that he is like swallowing the girl? Yes, yes. That I got is it what now. I mean. Is it vor or is it
0: sex? It's fully Vore. Yeah, for right. sure. Like because yeah.
2: obviously, like there is some insertion kind of allegories there as well, right? So I wasn't a hundred percent sure because they there's had a just consumption
0: yes. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. but
2: mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of very like middling about how I feel about this, maybe, but definitely like more towards the positive side. I think.
0: Yeah. I think I'm kind of on the same page with you of having two minds about it. The part of me that watched this on repeat at slumber parties has a soft spot for this movie. I think this is actually the first Hellraiser I ever saw. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Because it was... I mean, like, the things we watched on repeat were this and Army of Darkness. Like Ours watched, was and the first Darkness l- Falls. I mean, another yeah. solid 90s select, right? Yes. And this thing the 90s of this is so intense. When they talk about how the ni- horror sucked in the 90s till Scream came along, this yeah. is what they're talking about. Yeah. This is what you grabbed at Blockbuster that had gone straight to video all- for a slumber party in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And so because that was a little like a pretty formative time in my horror fandom life, I do have a bit of an apologist. But as a critic, this movie is bad. And I know that it's bad. And both of these things are warring inside of me. This is when I feel like they decided, you know, Freddy had kind of died off. Final Nightmare had just come yeah. out. And they were like, okay, this is our chance to grab this iconic spot. You know, we're going to be the the big slasher monster. This is the year that Pinhead went to the MTV Music Awards. Like, really? they were really kind of, Yes, and oh god, <laughs> the footage is so cringy. Oh my god, he's like scaring people for not letting him because he's not on the list to get in. It's cringe, and and they were going for that. They wanted to to kind of, I think, fill the void that was left by Freddy, and so they leaned into him as a character in the same way that they did later with the Freddy films. Yeah. And unfortunately, what's great about the Hellraiser franchise is that it is the it is the not that yeah. You know, it is the much more subversive, heady kind of like you said, deviant of them. Freddy is creepy in a, but in like kind of a much more mainstream kind of way. Yeah, and like, like not he's... only that,
1: but like with Freddy too. Like for me, when Freddy becomes scary again, like is like yeah. not until like the very last movie, which was New Nightmare, and that's when Wes Craven mm-hmm. had to like revamp everything we knew about Freddy,
0: right. Yeah, no more like, it's prime time, bitch. Yeah,
1: and the, but like that was never what these first, like, and that's the difference. Nightmare 2 started getting goofy. Mm-hmm. Hellraiser 2 was keeping along the same kind, at least for me.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, it, it already was a little too much, Penhead, because I think the backstory is... A bad idea with Pinhead. He's most effective as a helper. I, I agree. He is agree. less effective as a veteran. Well yes. because here's the thing: is they're trying to set him up as good versus evil version, but he had to be kinky enough that he was going after that box, and we met Frank. Do you know, so what for there to be a that, good Rachel, version,
1: what have you seen the Hannibal Rising movie or read the book?
0: No. I did not, but I know about it, and the less Hannibal, the better.
1: Yeah, and, like, basically, they find a reason why he's a cannibal.
0: I don't need that.
1: It's awful. Like, it ruins, and I forget the author's name, but he said he only wrote that book because he was, the studio said they were going to do this with or without him. And so he tried Mm. his best to write a story that he felt did an okay job with Hannibal, but it was something that he, to this day, regrets. And you can see it's stupid. Thomas
0: Harris? I think. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Harris, yeah, good job, Red, Rachel. yeah, Red Dragon, I like. Yeah, me too. Um, and oh, Red and of the Lambs, I like. You know what I don't like? Hannibal. So, <laughs> no, the series, yes. The movie. Ugh.
1: I agree with you 100. percent. Even though I like yeah. Ray Liotta, we we don't need that.
0: We do not need that, and he's not. This is not a shining moment for Ray Liotta nope. either. Like, I never <laughs> need to see him call someone cornpone pussy again. I'm like, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> i really dislike that movie
1: <laughs> and it sucks too because like you have ray Liotta, you have julian moore obviously you have sir anthony hopkins and then you get gary oldman yeah. to play in my opinion one of the coolest book villains ever and He's we got terrifying. that terrifying and we got that movie
0: yeah that movie is real real bad real bad but yeah i think you're right sometimes it's nice to unpack the monster a little bit like they did in hannibal mm-hmm. i think there is a way to do it but this was not that way this was not that way. <laughs>
3: <laughs> having
0: i just think it it fundamentally undercuts the fact that the people that go for this box are people who either find it accidentally which we know he didn't or they're people who are deviants who are looking for an extreme experience yeah. so for him to also for them to try to like make him heroic i mean not that those things are not linked, but I mean, the tried. point of the box is 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 about people who are morally corrupt. You know, being kinky does not make you morally corrupt, but the people that seek the box are. And so now he's like, "I'm the good version." No, you're not.
1: Yeah, I, I think I probably gave them the benefit of the doubt by talking about like the id and the super ego and like how they were separating that because I don't even think that much thought went into it.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's. I think it is a trope that is born of that Freudian. Yeah sort of theory so whether or not they intentionally did it because of that i think it is you know up in the air a result of that idea <laughs> yeah. but i don't know i at the same time did i have a terrible time watching this even though i could see that this thing was just nacho cheese all over my screen no i did not <laughs> <laughs> I, I was confused though because the person they cast is the creepy bad boy in this looked a lot like Frank and I was like, Are they recasting? It looked a Frank? lot like It had been Frank long Frank enough that I his couldn't
1: voice sounded like at times was almost like dubbed over like Frank's was in the first one.
0: Yeah. Alright, well so that's it for plot. Let's get into vision score. uh, scores. Oh god damn it. What's the score for plot? Larry.
1: I give it a six and a half. I think I'm probably more of a fan of it than you guys, but I'm also like I'm okay for what the nineties horror was because I accepted it. And I was prepared for a lot worse than this.
3: All right. How about you, Marzi? Five. It was okay. average to me or or a standard for that time period, I think, of just like, let's quickly make a horror movie that is riding the coattails of other better horror movies. Okay. Okay. How about you,
0: Justin?
2: I gave it a six.
3: I think
0: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go six and a half. I think Larry, you're right on with that. It's not good, but it is. There is an element of enjoyability to it, mm-hmm. so six and a half, I think, seems right. Okay, awesome. So we've given our scores. We have done that. We can now move forward. Let's talk about visual.
3: Uh, uh, Mars. Well, tell me what you think about the visuals of this movie. So okay, so a lot of the effects were not as good as the first two, but I still enjoyed the gore mm-hmm. when that one lady gets her skin ripped off or like the nightclub massacre scene. There's so mm-hmm. many effect moments in the gore that actually I thought were really fun to watch. I don't know if I'm the right authority to decide whether or not they were good, but it was it, it was fun to watch. It was a lot of creativity on how people were getting massacred in the, in the nightclub. Yeah and seeing the, that <laughs> another full body skinless suit mm-hmm. was cool mm-hmm. so visually i mean again there was there were some weird moments with yeah. some like my- my first after effects you know kind of feeling moments <laughs> yeah that are when not you're
2: telling me that cds being thrown at a guy and like floating around him aren't like fantastic quality
1: <laughs> i told rachel that reminded me of ghost of mars i haven't seen ghost
0: haven't of mars in a very that. long time me yeah one time one
3: and done same never seen it
1: it scared the shit out of me as a kid
3: that's so interesting. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch this now. Scared
1: the ever loving shit. And it's got a great cast, Jason Statham, Ice Cube, Clea Duval, um
3: Holy shit. Pam
0: Greer, pa- hello, Pam Greer. Foxy Brown herself. <laughs> and it's Holy got like shit. a really like
1: like hyper like aggressive soundtrack, like like rock soundtrack.
3: Okay, I'm gonna have to see yeah. this. I'm gonna have to watch this movie.
1: Yeah, it was yeah, I remember it came across that. It was like one of the same like around the same time where I finally found like killer clowns and it scared the shit
3: out of Oh god, that movie is surprisingly creepy.
0: Yes. I love that movie so much.
1: I'm happy. That was, that's one of the ones I've actually, like, took a risk on with Justin and Justin Light, so. Oh, yeah. I loved it.
0: Yeah, yeah that movie. I mean, it's just so good. It's surprisingly
3: good. You wouldn't think so by reading the title or the synopsis, but it's surprisingly good. hmm It's excellent. Yeah. yeah. Or the only other effect I wanted to mention was when the two versions of Pinhead are merging and all of the, like, head warpy
0: <laughs> stuff.
3: Not Not great, you know? So I it's it's there. Visually, for me, the effects were not as good as the first two, but they still weren't bad. They were yeah. still really fun to watch. I still enjoyed mm-hmm. all of the the practical effects and all of the you know the hook or uh, the one that I really liked in the nightclub scene is it's real quick, but it's a lady. One of the hooks catches next to her eye and just rips off the patch over her eye. Yeah, I really like <laughs> that a lot. Or the human centipede of. Mm-hmm. Spear through three people. <laughs> yeah, there was a lo- like a lot of stuff there that I liked.
2: Uh, one of those deaths, uh, the lady, the, sh- the shot glass like comes up and like the liquid yeah. in the shot glass turns into ice or whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to quote Michelle here and say, "Oh, I didn't know he could like freeze his cum and kill people."
0: <laughs> That's your wife. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it was all great. makes sense. <laughs> that <it> was hilarious. <laughs> amazing yeah the the scene in the the discotheque as larry described it reminded me a bit of uh although it's not as good it reminded me a bit of another 90s uh classic which is wishmaster oh i haven't
1: seen it i know i know what it it, is but i haven't seen it
0: you should see it it's so fun how do it remind you of that but
1: not of the prom scene in
0: carrie well because you haven't seen wishmaster you know you don't know okay (laughs) it's it, like it is fair enough it's, yeah <laughs> once you it's see it you're like, friend. okay okay <laughs> there's two scenes there's an opening scene that it reminds me of and then there's a final party scene but it is a, that is a, a a horror movie fans horror movie because it's just full it has so many people you'll recognize in it it has ted Raimi, robert england Ooh, cool. the Candyman shows up jason, uh, jason Voorhees. yeah yep like, all those people show up in it. And it's a rest quaver. Did joint. you
1: just say Jason Todd? Because I'm tired. I know it's not Jason Todd. His last name's Todd. Tony How Todd. Todd. I am
0: so Jason sorry. Todd I, was just, is... I, was, I was letting him slide. I, Ariel, <laughs> Ariel,
1: Ariel, go ahead and cut that.
2: No, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I'm going to just kind of bring it up this whole episode now. No. I'm just, I'm fucking with you. I won't do that to you. Whatever. I'll all send right, you some Justin. Canadian
1: bacon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cinematography! Oh, That's the name of Justin's porn. Oh yeah, so... <laughs> the thing is, like, I agree
1: with them. It's just so easy because, like, it's everywhere there here is, in America. There, there's wait, wait, movie wait, wait. Canadian,
0: Canadian bacon, bacon is delicious. Yeah, but
1: it's not Canadian, Canadian bacon. bacon. It's just small circles of ham.
0: Yeah. Right, Canadian bacon. <laughs> no,
1: it's just fucking ham. <laughs>
0: Does it have to be the shape of a maple leaf to be? No, goddamn, it's just fucking <laughs> ham. That's title,
3: that's all of, it is. title of your sex tape. It's just fucking ham.
1: <laughs> it has to be doused in uh, maple syrup and sprinkled with Timbits.
3: Oh Man, got
2: it, Timbits honey, they're just fucking donut holes. Like uh. <laughs> title and of
3: your follow up sex tape. And, <laughs> and, just and fucking the donut official holes.
1: it has to have. Uh, <laughs> Rocky and on the
4: packaging. Oh
0: my god! god I'm dying! <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying! The title of your sex tape are just fucking terrible. No- <laughs> 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 it's too good. Okay, sorry. Visuals, Justin. <laughs> um.
2: Yeah, I, I I kind of agree with everybody. I mean, I don't think they are as good as they have been in the past, but they're not horrible. Well, some of it's bad, but like most of it isn't horrible, and I think it really makes up for it. In that discotheque scene, and like Mars had said, we get another cool skinless person. Granted, it is followed up directly by some vor. Yeah, I don't know. I I I think most of it looked cool. I was really like unimpressed with how the CGI of like Pinhead opening his eyes in the tower, or like in the I what are we calling that thing? The pleasure cube of the box. What are we calling mm-hmm.
3: it? Oh, the pillar of souls.
2: Yeah, the Pillar of Souls. I was very unimpressed with his, like, CGI eye-opening and closing. Yeah. Followed up by even him, like, in it didn't look very good to me.
0: No, it did not. I don't know. I was weird. I was like, this it is terrible. Like, I am charmed. Like,
2: <laughs> obviously, it was like, he was just, like, had his head through a fucking, you know, piece of whatever.
0: Oh, but
2: 100%. But for some reason, it didn't look right or good. I don't know why, but. Uh, it looks
3: I, really I fake to me. It looked yes. very obviously high school stage production. This is yes, how we're pulling absolutely.
2: this off. And I, I think it goes in hand with like the new Cenobites we got. I think that yeah. we got quality tier ones in the first and second one. And I, I mean, Penhead even says like, Oh, they're not the same as my,
3: as my old follow- friends.
2: Yeah. As my old friends, but here's some new ones basically, but they'll just kind of like look pretty stupid to, uh, compared to the other ones. Yeah. I don't know. Even like, I don't remember the actual person's name, but like TV man there. Looked confused. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Obviously, there's Disc Man or CD Head or whatever you want to call him. I don't know. They just, uh, it still wasn't bad, but it definitely did not get anywhere near the first two.
3: Yeah, it doesn't hit the way the first two do. No,
2: absolutely not. No. Yeah, that's.
0: The, yeah. the Cenobites are one of the weakest points because if you think about the original Cenobites, it's all about the manifestation of whatever their sexual deviancy is. It's just occupational. Yeah, <laughs> it it's just—it's like whatever you, you have to the be
3: guy,
2: holding. The one guy doesn't get off to his own CDs. Yeah, but that's—I <laughs>
0: yeah, guess that's
1: more like a plot critique, right? Though, so than like because they all look good. The eyeball thing I thought was pretty cool of him. Oh, I, see,
2: that's the thing is I don't think they look good oh, though okay. compared to the last Cenobites we got. I think the other Cenobites, even Butterball, looked better than than these guys to me.
0: I mean, he was like slimy and creepy and bloated in a way that you felt like he was waterlogged, you know? Like, it was way more disturbing than what. There's like some line where he's like, and caught or something. <laughs> the, the, the cameraman guy. I'm just like, oh, this is not what I'm here for. But you're not here it for is... the one
2: liners of Cenobites now, apparently?
0: No, no. Imagine Deep Throat saying that shit. She would not. She <laughs> I would keep never. Her, her name
2: is Deep Throat, sorry. <laughs>
0: And they kind of do a play on that with the girl in this one. And I'm just like, no. There's no connection to what her sort of core issue. Like, why is she a Cinnabite? Her thing was she was just lonely and homeless.
3: She makes more sense to me than the other two, though. Because... I didn't realize
1: that she died until she showed back up.
0: I know. She dies like, know. off screen, basically. It's a bummer. Yeah, that was a
1: disappointment yeah. to me. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I agree with what everyone said. I think the special effects were still pretty cool. I like, they're watering down everything right that's come before. But the the visual style of this movie, like you guys have already ca- talked about it, it's it feels like '90s. Like this is what horror mm-hmm. was for a while after Freddy and before Scream, which is why people didn't even realize how instrumental Craven was because he created the yeah. genre. He led the genre into a stagnant place, and then he was the one who pulled it back out. So. That's my take.
0: <laughs> Fair no, enough. I, All agree. Right, well, what's your, I agree with that. What's your score, Marzi?
3: Yeah, I'm still going to give it a five. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Justin?
1: I'm going to give it a five as well. Wow.
0: Okay. All right. Larry. I give
1: it a six and a half again. Like I said, the 90 shtick doesn't bother me, and I thought the special effects looked cool. I think you guys were right, though. Pinhead in the Tower of Souls was kind of goofy.
0: Yeah. I'm going to give it a seven and a half because I think where the C- where it fails in the CGI, the practical stuff is still pretty great. I think it's inventive. It's like one of the things that they pulled from the earlier films that still works and it works pretty well. I mean, I, the, nothing is going to touch the Frank being reborn. But yeah, seven and a half, I think, especially for the 90s. All right. Let's get into audio and performances. Marzi.
3: So I... Just have a question.
0: Okay. Was
3: a good portion of this dubbed because a good portion of this know. seemed dubbed.
2: Yeah. Like ADR almost. Yeah. Yeah. Or they
3: brought in a different voice actor or something for some of these characters, especially the camera guy was very I don't know. So it's hard for me to judge a lot of the performances because I was so distracted by how the audio didn't match up with the visual of people talking. And mm. delivering dialogue and things. I liked Joey, the character. Me I thought too. she did really well. I actually liked <laughs> Terry. I mean, yeah, she's playing a very stereotypical character for this movie, you know, the kind of rogue runaway, I just want to party and I don't know how to make good decisions kind of character. But I liked them both and I liked them together. And I really liked uh yeah. the scene where Terry's trying to cook breakfast. Yes. And it's just setting everything on fire. You know, a lot of the dialogue, yes, is very like, oh, I love your place kind of thing. But you know, I liked our two main characters until Terry, I don't know, lost it, I guess. The thing that kind of bothered me the most was Pinhead. Yeah, Because Mm -hmm. in the first two, he's so stoic and mysterious and powerful feeling because you don't know, you can't read him. So you don't Mm -hmm. know what he's gonna do, what he's gonna say, what his take is on any situation. And it makes him very dangerous feeling and mm-hmm. in this he's just so like big time
0: he's camp yeah yeah
3: and i just i so loved the pinhead from the first two that this was just kind of a real kind of gut punch a little bit to be like oh it, it mm-hmm. camped up one of my favorite parts all right
0: <laughs> i think that's totally fair. yeah
2: i mean i'm very much in the same camp uh with uh talk regards of uh, uh, the the camp I think Pinhead was just such an unfortunate turn. They tried to turn him into like a, a Freddy. They kind of ratcheted him up to like 11 where he needed to stay at like a one because I, I I agree with Mars. I think his like stoic nature in the first and second one really like cement him as like this creepy person who you don't know what's going on. He, he kind of doesn't, give his well he's very upfront about his intentions you still don't know like what he's truly capable of whereas this one he just kind of goes like weird and hammy i think joey was fantastic actress and character again same with the i'm sorry i don't remember the other character's name the party girl terry was fantastic until she died off screen apparently
0: it's weird how they just sort of like toss that character away yeah like
2: i don't get it um Everybody else though was just kind of like there. Um, I I don't I feel like it wasn't it wasn't bad. It just wasn't like up to snuff. And I don't think the score or the music in this is like very inspiring at all. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean this it's definitely pulling that old score. I don't know that it adds anything new to it. When when I hear the the Hellraiser score, I'm like, Oh yeah, there it is. I recognize you. But there is, I mean, although to be honest, the '90s music weren't probably going to be a bummer. Yeah, like, yeah. At least we didn't get Spice Girls. For hey, well, <laughs> no, see, I,
2: I would have been okay with Spice Girls because I actually enjoy Spice Girls.
0: But in your Hellraiser movie,
2: I would have been something. Yeah, uh, no.
0: Yeah, you're right. I mean, I would have enjoyed <laughs> it, but
2: like as a person, not like looking at the movie, looking to critique it. But as a person, I would have enjoyed it.
3: Oh, man, now I'm just picturing the scene where Joey's running away from the electrified water to spice up your life. (laughs) That
0: would have been amazing. (laughs) Okay, you know what? I'm back in. I'm back
3: in. (laughs) How about you,
0: Larry?
1: So, again, you guys have really covered everything. I think the strongest performances that we got are from Terry and Joey. I have mentioned before, I don't think Panhead was even the most interesting of the Cenobites that we got in the previous two movies. And... I am just never going to be kind to people trying to turn someone into something else.
2: Well, we've talked about it a lot recently, specifically you and I, Larry, about like trying to humanize the villain. Yeah. And how it like
1: very rarely almost never works. It's just dumb. Like it doesn't make any sense. And then like, Freddy is Freddy. Freddy is unique. The only kind of like of the big tier slashers that even comes close to trying to even emulate that is Chucky, and it's for an entirely different reason. I, I just Pinhead was again, it was my favorite, but the Cenobites themselves were cool because they were kind of ethereal. They were beyond human like recognition. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think they even needed to be human. They could have literally mm-hmm. just been like demons. And yeah to humanize them makes them less scary which we'll get to here in a second obviously and i don't have the nostalgia for it but i guess i i know a lot of people are upset that doug bradley got recast and now pinhead's going to be a chick but like if if you're going to do that like i'm cool with it like just don't give it a background like does it make it a like it should like it should even be gendered. it should just be like it should just be pinhead it should just be a Cenobite. And I guess I just don't think Doug Bradley's is on the same plane as like a Robert Ingold or a Brad Dwarf. Like, he's just not. And to ask him to do that is just a bad look for everybody involved. Joey's awesome, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the acting in this across the board is not good. I know that you find her to be very attractive and I support your, your love Thank of her. her. But th- um, I do. But... I mean, this, it is, I'm trying to think, <laughs> everybody is so camp in this, in that there is a style to camp, I think that they all achieve that, but I don't know if it's intentional, with the exception of Pinhead himself, where they were basically just trying to lift the character from another movie, right, and then slap some pins in its head. The acting is the weakest part for me, I mean, the well, plot's pretty bad too, but the acting is not great, I don't care, it doesn't because i know what this is this is the epitome of like a straight to video kind of movie yeah. and i watch so much full moon i'm okay with it but if i'm being honest as a critic the acting is quite wooden and silly in this but i think that's okay it's it's fine it uh like i said it does not limit my enjoyment of it and i think i agree with everything you said about pinhead i think there were tactical errors, and I it feels like a cash grab in a way that is not fun. Mm-hmm. So for me, the the weakest part of this is probably the acting. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Fair. I couldn't agree more.
0: Okay, cool. Let's do scores. Starting with you, Lerald, What's your score? Yeah,
1: this is the second weakest category for me. I gave it a four. I this mm-hmm. like, and like I said, I I wanted to like the the like the heavy metal kind of punk theme they had, but it was just whatever. <laughs>
0: Although I didn't, I will say, I didn't really enjoy the hairband. Yes. (laughs) I was like, yeah. Hairband nightclub. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I did like that. All right. How about you, uh,
3: Marzi? I gave it a five. And I just have to say I had the hardest time wrapping my head around this nightclub because it was nightclub. (laughs) But then it was a hairband. But then there was another room where it was like fine dining. And the bartender was going to suit. It was very bizarre to me. It was so many different so many different elements and i i I could not reconcile them together, so I just accepted no. it as a fever dream. five yes. I give it a five.
0: How about you, Justin?
2: Uh, I give it a four. It wasn't very good, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm going five on actual craft. It'd be lower, but I did enjoy it, so I'm gonna be gentle and give it a five all right. <laughs> Now is the part where we talk about where nightmares are made, where everybody got real scared by this movie. I'm sure these scores are going to be amazing. Oh, so high. How scary was this, Larry?
1: It was not scary to me, really, in the slightest. I did like the mass murder Carrie-esque scene. I thought that was kind of cool. It did make me flashback to Ghost of Mars, which is a movie that absolutely scared the shit out of me as a young kid. But again, what I found scary about the first two Hellraisers was not what this was, and the church yeah. thing didn't do anything for me. And would you make your bad guy funny? I don't know. Like one of the, like Freddy is still kind of scary because like he's in your dreams and like he he's like playing with his food. I never got that vibe from Pinhead, and I don't All know. Right. I just felt like I have seen scarier versions of this
0: movie.
3: Yeah, the scariest things about this movie were JP and yeah
0: hmm, he is actually kind of scary He's pretty scary yeah and
3: the idea of being trapped in a nightclub and trying to rush the exits because there's an emergency but in in my mind it just reminds me of you know when the nightclub catches fire and everybody's trying to get to the exits not necessarily you're getting ripped apart by interdimensional demons
2: you know what it reminds me of does anybody remember 28 weeks later yeah. when uh-huh. yeah. they're all trapped in the underground parking lot oh yeah yeah. Like, yeah the one infected gets it that's what it reminded me of i mean obviously this came first but yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay, go ahead. That's sorry.
0: right. You heard it here. Danny Boyle <laughs> from Allery Literary 3. Did Danny Boyle do too? Uh, I don't know. I no. don't know. Yes, he did. He did, bo- yes, he did but both it's of funnier them. if he did. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, this. You made a point with the fact that that the guy is really scary in real life. If you were to meet someone like that, it's terrifying. Yeah. He's a sociopath. That's a scary that thing. A scary I don't know that the execution in the show the movie itself is scary, but I will say when I watched this in like 14, it scared me. <laughs> <laughs> I was I thought this was the most gruesome and terrifying. I could I watched it through my fingers. I I thought this was terrifying. Not 14-year-old me. Uh, we'll go with that. Not scared by this movie, obviously. I'm trying to fu- justify giving it any points. So, uh we'll, If you're
1: following maybe. the Here's Johnny rule, you have to at least give it a one.
0: Okay. All right. Justin, how scary was this?
2: Oh, not at all. Uh, <laughs> I will say I have to give it points because I guarantee guarantee this movie was a lot of people in the 90s sexual awakening in like oh, a weird way yeah. Uh, yeah. i don't know mm-hmm. wh- i didn't know where to talk about that but this is gonna be it <laughs> yeah because if yeah um i don't know it was uh it was not very scary It it felt like weird like the weird third cousin of the first movie yeah and i mean in the second movie as well yeah i don't i don't know it just it didn't something about it didn't feel right and i think it all, all kind of goes here too like even in the like how scary just nothing was really working for me yeah that's it Yep. Yeah. i although i will say i did eat a bunch of uh all dressed chips, and then watch this movie, and then I had some really fucked up dreams. But that's not. That's not what are all dressed chips? I don't, ch- I don't, all uh, I don't uh, give the movie props for that. I give the fact that I was eating all dressed chips at eleven o'clock at night.
0: What is all dressed chips?
2: Uh, just you'll try them. They're actually my favorite kind of chips.
0: But I thought that was tomato or ketchup chips.
2: No, we have. We also have all dressed chips.
0: Is it all dressed? Like I'm all dressed up and ready to go. Or yeah, all... it's wearing, like, a okay. suit
2: and, like, you know, got some all
0: right. shoes on. I, I'm trying to figure out the word you butthole.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. I just Googled it. The best thing to come out of Canada is a smorgasbord-style snack that combines all your favorite flavors, like barbecue, salt, and vinegar, sour cream, and onion, and even ketchup. All dressed chips. What?
2: It's fucking delicious. Well, there you go.
3: Okay. So it's, it's literally all, it's all the dressings all right it's, i mean i'm i i told you i'd try it i'll try it all
2: guys God, God, like they're not gonna let me cross the border with all this <laughs> coming back to
1: the problem dust and not leaving
3: just tell them that you're hypoglycemic and you need it in order to survive <laughs> They're road snacks.
2: <laughs> no, I. You know what? I. I'll have to deal with the Canadian people going there, so they'll be fine with it. I just, like Larry said, I have to make sure they're all gone before I come back, because then I have to deal with the Americans.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have eaten it by then. Well,
2: exactly. So I'm,
1: I guess in I'm not trailer part, boys, yeah. they build a train across the river into America to ship their cigarettes. You of can do that. They,
2: of course, of
1: course, they do. You can build a little train track across the river and <laughs> God, ship your. No wonder why I hate that just Chips that way.
0: I I've been so nervous to tell you that I like that. I show. love that show. No, <laughs> I mean,
2: the thing is, is I, I do, People can, like, my whole family likes that show. It's fine. I just don't like that. I think it's so stupid. But that's just
1: me.
0: You are correct. I mean, two things can be true. <laughs> what, okay, what's your score for this, uh, scariness, Larry?
1: Uh, I gave it a two.
0: <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. How about you, Marzi? What's your score? I gave it a three. All right. Nice, nice. Justin?
2: Uh, I gave it a two and a half. Uh, but again, kudos for the whole uh, sexual awakening of many people—not myself. But
3: he says too quickly. <laughs> oh, that Larry's was probably—it like, was my I sexual. Give, I, give, I, give,
2: I give kudos to that to a, di- a whole different movie. So don't worry about that.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: what? Pause. No, What's... we'll we'll get to it. Uh, uh, is it, to it in out. this franchise?
2: I believe so. I have to remember really? now. Really?
0: Oh, now I am double intrigued. Okay, so I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna be gentle and give it a four. Oh, wow. okay. yeah give it a yeah no i'm lying give it a three, Let's three say all three, our three. scores are
1: really That's close honest. until you did that and then you went way above us you're still way above the rest mm. of us
0: i mean i like totally i'm an apologist for this yeah. movie because it was one that we watched a lot this leprechaun and oh, um Jesus and Christ. yeah army of darkness and i thought they were all really scary
1: all right so to review <laughs> the scores Plot, I gave it a 6.5, Justin gave it a 6, Rachel gave it a 6.5, and Mars gave it a 5. For cinematography, I gave it a 6.5, Justin gave it a 5, Rachel gave it a 7.5, and Mars gave it a 5. For audio, Justin, I gave it 4s, Rachel and Mars gave it 5s, and for How Scary, I gave it a 2, Justin gave it a 2.5, and Rachel and Mars gave it 3s. That gives it a screen queens plus here's Johnny, final score of a 48. If we look at the... Ooh. Series so far, Hellraiser One has an eighty-eight. Hellraiser Two has a seventy, and now Hellraiser Three has fallen down to a forty-eight.
0: All right, we can only go up from here, right? Yes. Right? Oh, you're right. so optimistic. <laughs> well, this next one is the last one I've seen. Oh, I haven't okay. seen anything. I have not one. seen anything beyond space.
2: It's, it's space. Which one is it? What one is it called again? Is it uh, the...
0: Bloodline? Bloodline.
2: Hey, uh, just so you guys know, uh, eventually, and I'm not going to tell you which one, we will see Henry Cavill.
0: Really? There's some other familiar faces uh, that we're going to start seeing very soon. Okay, cool. So we've got our scores. We're good. That just leaves our pairing. Now, Marzi, you are our sommelier. If you were going to revisit this film, which I know you will, which I know you will, what would you uh, adult beverage would you enjoy while watching
3: it? I have thought about this. Okay, and it, okay. it was inspired by what I was actually drinking when I okay. watched this. But it's okay. a different version. My expert sommelier pairing with this movie, if you were to watch Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth, is to get a really bad whiskey and mask it with Diet Coke. Oh, God. <laughs> Grim. Just like the cheapest whiskey and then just drown it in Diet Coke so you can't taste it, but you're still getting that buzz. That's what I would do. I did a different version of that where it was not a really bad whiskey. Also in a Diet Coke because I love Diet Coke. But. I'm enjoying
0: a Coke Zero
3: myself.
0: <laughs> I
2: love Coke Zero.
0: Okay, all right. How about you, boys? Would either of you like to weigh in on a? a I mean, a uh,
2: I pair literally the same thing every time you ask me, and that is okay. uh, the Wayne Gretzky with uh, maple whiskey, <laughs> the super Canadian drink.
0: Because that's the only thing you have there in the. Well, it's know. either
2: that or like the Kraken, or oh, or ciderita.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I need to
2: order another case of, but yes.
0: How about you, Laryl? Do you have a pairing? Uh,
1: water, but not Fiji. You got a bottle of Fiji and you got Dasani on the inside instead.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Mickey's 40 because that's what I was drinking at the age where I was watching this movie <laughs> and not being, getting so drunk I couldn't finish it. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Okay. So that is it for our review. We don't have any listener feedback this episode, but if you want to get in touch, there's lots of ways you can do it. You can email us at Rachel at zombiegirls.com. com. That's dot com, Or you can hop over onto our Facebook page and slide into the DMS. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at ZG podcasts, plural. And you should, we're a great follow. Ariel is doing a great job on our social media. Lots of funny memes, lots of great information. And uh, again, you can slide into them DMs. If you are enjoying the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're getting your pods from. It's really helpful and a great way to support the show. Let people know we exist as well as make us uh, feel real good and build up our egos. And if you maybe have uh, some extra coins running around and you want to spend them on us please do. We've got a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash zombie girls. You get extended episodes. You get bonus episodes. You get to hang out on our discord, all kinds of really good perks. Check that out. And, uh, we have some cool merch. If you want to check that out as well, you can do so at zombiegirls.com forward slash merch. That's it for my plugs, but we're not the only people in town that need to do some plugging. So Larry and Justin, all of your tell tape. us a, <laughs>
1: So yeah, you can find us on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cash. Uh You can find us at Here's Johnny Podcast on all your podcatcher ways. Like Rachel said, if you wouldn't mind leaving a review for us, uh, you can do that now on Spotify. It's super easy. Uh, the more we get reviewed, the easier it will be people to find us. We're doing some Evil Dead stuff right now, and then we're we'll going to be wrapping up our Alien season finally, and Justin and I are planning what is to come in the next season. You can find me on Twitter at BeaverLA, but uh, my tweets are blocked because of work so you have to be special to see them Justin is a professional now and he's no longer the pickle thing
2: I know I miss that every day uh, yeah you can find me uh, <laughs> at e_justinwood. underscore Justin Wood also uh, I am going to take time at here and say Mars that was a fantastic joke and I truly appreciated it <laughs> yeah. I'm still laughing about it on the inside um, but yeah go uh, follow us and listen to us I got nothing else Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Definitely subscribe. Hit that smash up. That oh, subscribe and make sure you check out Justin's articles. It's a great show. He
1: does write over on Dread XP, and he gets to do a lot of cool things. Ding, so ding, make ding. sure you go check that out.
2: I'm too but humble to say it myself. He has a scoop
0: so. coming. Oh, I have one. be following a scoop. You've got a scoop. Uh, oh
2: yeah, right. I have a scoop. It's
0: coming. coming. It's out. You've probably seen it everywhere by now. And you know who got that scoop? Justin. Yeah. Justin Wood.
2: Jay Actually, Murray. you know what? Um I you know what I'll I'll will t- I'll say this here because I don't think we've really said it that much. If you look under the Dead Space Three Wikipedia, uh here's Johnny is uh, a link in that uh Wikipedia article. Oh
0: shit. Look at you. Yeah. We we got some big deals on this one. You're not I gonna know. be able to hang out with us much longer, You better enjoy this. <sighs> They are, they are getting too BFD. All right,
2: now I got to go back to my humbleness. And Justin just say, is not yeah. me. Thanks, guys. I'm just chilling. <laughs> I'm, just awesome. live, I'm just trying to live my best life, okay? <laughs>
0: Right? So unless people are sticking around for the extended episode, we are wrapping it up. But we still need to figure out what we're watching on the next episode. Title Mars, of my sex tape. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I had
2: to do it. Okay, everybody else did it. No, that
0: was good. That, that was, a was good. good one. That was good. Mars set you up and you knocked you down. That was good. That was good.
3: So Marzi, it's your turn. What are we watching? Okay, so it is on Shutter. I somehow completely unconnected, watched this movie after I watched all three of the Fear Street episodes, which you'd been trying to get me to watch forever, and I finally watched mm-hmm. them. And this movie weirdly connected, and so it kind of seemed like something I wanted to watch with you. It is on Shutter. It's called The Last Thing Mary Saw. Yes. We've been talking about watching yeah. this. I need to put this in my a Yes. Yes. So it is finally time, Rachel. We're watching yes. The Last Thing Mary Saw, and I'm very yes. excited about it. My body is ready. <laughs> Let's do this. I'm very excited. I'm excited to talk with you about it. That's what we're doing next on Shudder, folks.
0: Perfect. All right. So that is it for us. Unless, like I said, you are sticking around for the extended game where we're going to find out what dirty, filthy sinners these people on the show are.
2: Oh, I can already tell you I am one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mars, take us out. Thanks for coming back. Next time we are watching The Last Thing Mary Saw on Shudder. Watch it. We'll talk about it. It's going to be great. That's all, folks. Good night. Bye, everybody.
0: Thanks, everybody, for listening and to Mars for always being willing to geek out about horror movies with me. Production on this episode was done by yours truly and edited by Ariel Messman-Rucker. And our theme song for the show is Die Historic by Three Chain Links. hello everyone and welcome to the extended episode where as i teased before the end of the episode we're gonna find out what not only if but what kind of filthy sinners people on this podcast are so first things first these are all based on the seven deadly sins is this a concept that you are familiar with yes yes okay so they are lust gluttony greed sloth wrath pride and envy off the top which one do you think you are most guilty of?
2: Can I pick two? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you could have like a sun sign and a rising.
2: <laughs> no, I'm serious. Can I pick two? Yeah, okay. sure. I am I going first? I guess nobody else I mean, like. I feel to like
0: it. you just you just put your hand up. Um, so, so I will say,
2: uh, gluttony. I like food a lot, like more than mm-hmm. I should, and it's how I live my life. Um, <laughs> Uh, but also probably the last as well
0: okay all right i, I this is where the vore no it. i'm just i'm not <laughs> I, i'm
2: sure nobody wants to hear about my sex life so
0: i mean i don't know the internet <laughs> is full of all kinds of things i'm sure they'd love it listen
2: you have said uh when you found out what uh uh um
0: yeah, astrological signs.
2: signs you were not yeah
0: you're like a taurus and a scorpio yes is that right yes yeah oh <laughs> i will say you are your genitals not wrong. are in danger <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right how about you Marzi? what's what of the seven sins are you most guilty of oh god i think i'm gonna have to pick two too but okay. i think i'm I... mostly sloth with mm. a rising envy Really,
0: that surprises me. Like, what do you have to be envious of? You are everything.
3: Oh no, I'm just—I don't know. I do the thing where I'm like, "All right, rich people who can just <laughs> okay, get on their boats fair. and like not care." <laughs> 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 <You know? laughs>
0: How about you, Larry? Pride. I can see okay. it. I—I don't like mean that Pride in a bad way. A little so bit so of know.
4: wrath.
1: Yeah, I, I would—I would say wrath would be the other one, but uh oh i don't know wrath it's probably wrath you're right i think it is wrath i can fly off the
0: handle <laughs> <laughs> we have a podcast where like every episode is about yeah, rage you're right it's
1: definitely wrath it's definitely wrath I, I yeah. okay fair yeah it's wrath
0: yeah i think for me it's probably sloth <laughs> yeah i take a lot of naps yeah me
3: too i love napping. and even when naps it's not life. even when i'm not napping sometimes i'm just sitting there like but i don't want to do anything i may as well nap if i'm gonna be immobile mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like not even <laughs> i'm not even tired half the time i'm just like well this is a thing to do i'm already here I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> i have everything i need <laughs> pillow prone position or it's like oh yeah. i don't have anything to bring to work with me for lunch tomorrow I could probably just eat goldfish crackers all day, right? (laughs) That'll be fine. Mm,
0: Goldfish crackers are so good. (laughs) Okay, all right. So now we've all heard what we think of ourselves. So now we're gonna play a little game of most likely. So the there are seven of these scenarios. Each of them are based on one of the deadly sins, and I want you guys to say amongst yourselves which of these we think the other like is the most person most likely to commit these sins.
4: Yeah. Does that make
0: sense? Yeah. Okay. All right. So which of us is most likely to have an honest to goodness or badness sex dungeon in their house?